It was October 4, 1957, 6 p.m. Cocktail hour at the Officers Club at the Army Ballistic Missile Agency in Huntsville, Alabama, or Rocket City, USA. Neil H. McElroy, a corporate executive soon to be confirmed as Secretary of Defense, had just arrived in a military jet with an entourage of defense officials from the Pentagon. Inside the Officers Club, drinks flowed freely. Appetizers were passed among the men. McElroy stood chatting with Werner von Braun, the famous German rocket scientist who now served as Director of Development Operations at Huntsville, when a press officer named Gordon Harris rushed into the room and interrupted the party with an extraordinary announcement. The Russians have put up a successful satellite, Harris shouted. The room fell silent. For several moments, only the background music and the tinkling of ice cubes could be heard. It's broadcasting signals on a common frequency, Harris said. At least one of our local hams has been listening to it. A barrage of questions followed. It did not take long for news of Sputnik to become official. The Soviet news agency, TASS, released a statement providing technical information and specifics about Iskas Vini Sputnik Zemli, or Artificial Satellite of the Earth. The Soviets had beaten the Americans into space. Not since Pearl Harbor had the Pentagon been caught by a surprise of such consequence. The nation slipped into a panic over what was seen as superior Soviet scientific prowess. Eisenhower's attempts to minimize the significance of Sputnik had a reverse effect, with many Americans accusing the president of trying to conceal U.S. military weakness. Sputnik weighed only 184 pounds, but it had been launched into space by a Soviet ICBM. Soon, the Soviet ICBM would be able to carry a much heavier payload, such as a nuclear bomb, halfway across the world to any target in the United States. The situation was made worse when, on December 20, 1957, someone leaked a top-secret analysis of the Soviet threat, called the Gaither Report, to the Washington Post. The report portrays a United States in the gravest danger in its history, wrote the Post. It shows an America exposed to an almost immediate threat from the missile-bristling Soviet Union. If Sputnik had caused mild panic, the Gaither Report produced national hysteria. But the Gaither Report had its own controversial backstory one that would remain classified for decades. In the spring of 1957, seven months before Sputnik was launched, President Eisenhower asked his national security advisors to put together a team that could answer one question, how to protect the American people in an all-out nuclear war. A Rand Corporation co-founder, the venture capitalist H. Rowan Gaither, was chosen to chair the new Presidential Research Committee. Making up the body of the panel were two officials from NORAD, North American Aerospace Defense Command, the Strategic Air Command, the Office of the Secretary of Defense, the Federal Civil Defense Administration, the Weapons Systems Engineering Group, and the CIA.
There were representatives from the defense contracting industry, including Livermore, Sandia, Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed, Hughes, and Rand. The corporate advisors on the panel were from Shell Oil, IBM, Bell Telephone, New York Life Insurance, and Chase Manhattan Bank. In the resulting top-secret Gaither report, officially titled Deterrence and Survival in the Nuclear Age, the defense contractors, industrialists, and defense scientists concluded that there was no way to protect U.S. citizens in the event of a nuclear war. Instead, the panel advised the president to focus on building up the U.S. arsenal of nuclear weapons. The most menacing threat...